so I was just sitting here while I was waiting. I was looking through like your Instagram. Do you, do you have a monster truck or something? What is this? No. So that was actually at one of the venues that we were, we had, uh, it was a monster truck rally, like as well. And so what they did is like, they did like a monster truck show. And then we literally like had the ring right in the middle and they're like, it's fine. We're not going to touch it. Like your ring is going to be fine. Well, sure enough, uh, Murphy's law, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Uh, so of course they were doing some of like their tricks and uh, one of them actually clipped the ring and like tore up the mat on it. <laughs> so then after they finished, all of us literally had to like grab the ring and push it through the dirt to the other side. So, so they wouldn't hit it again. Yeah. They finally like put some straps on it and hooked it up to the monster truck that actually hit it. Cause I guess he felt bad for hitting it. And uh, they ended up pulling it all the way to the side. So we really didn't have to get murdered uh, by a coach. <laughs> I gotcha. So like this girl power monster truck, was that the one that hit it? No, I wish. that one. <laughs> yeah, that would have made more sense. <laughs> no, it was, I don't even remember which one it was. It was like, I don't even know. It was like one of the smaller ones, but one of like the more dangerous looking ones, I think called like bone crusher or something. I <laughs> but I wish that was my monster truck. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that'd be a new thing for, for you to come out to, to matches in. Like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but hey guys, uh, for my entrance, I'm going to need you to knock down this wall and this wall. Cause I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring my car through. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, no, it's, it's interesting. Cause I was like, I was scrolling through and I was like, there's like a few things that stand out. And like it was that one. And I think the, uh, the trapeze artist thing, like I was like, is she a trapeze <laughs> artist too? Like, is there, what, is there anything she doesn't do? Um, a couple things swim. I can. <laughs> you can't swim really. I can doggy paddle really well. So like I could save myself. But I got gotcha. I couldn't save anyone else. <laughs> Just, nobody should ask you for help. Yeah, no, exactly. Not, not in the water at least. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> so I know this now about you. You don't, you, you don't actually own a monster truck. You, you don't swim. You, you, uh, you like Popeye's chicken. I heard that. Is it, is it Popeye's because I, I'm sorry, I'm starting off with like nothing about anything except just like your, your quirky things or something. And so is it like, have you had Chick-fil-A? Have you had, uh, I don't know. I, I live in South Carolina, so it's like a uh, Bojangles is here. Um, so there's like competition, like Popeye's is just moving into the area over here. Oh, um, so no, I have had uh, a lot of food. Uh, but Popeye's is just by far the best from their, from their commercials, <laughs> uh, to the flavor of the food. Well, that no. chicken sandwich got hot for a while there, man. It was like blowing up. It, yeah. <laughs> it's that good. It's literally that good. <laughs> I love how confident you are about it. Like, duh. I yeah. am. <laughs> I like I legit wanted to like, I want to get like sponsored by them and I would hashtag it body by Popeye's. I think that would, <laughs> so I can show people that you can be an athlete and you can also eat Popeye's. I was, I was going to say like, I, I want to be as respectful as I can by saying is like, I'm pretty sure that that's, your body is not the standard body of a person who only eats Popeye's. I don't think you can get away with that. I mean, Jared from Subway could like, I feel like it's the same thing. Sure. Well, he's, he's a great example of anything exactly. right now. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think like uh, there was a MMA fighter or something who actually did get sponsored by Popeyes like last year or something. I was uh, highly upset, but at least I know it's possible. <laughs> yeah, there's this guy on Twitter. Um, I don't know if you've seen him. We're we're friends on like I've never met him in person, but on Twitter, and he walks around with a championship belt. Have you seen this guy, uh, Jay Z Flair? Is what he calls I don't himself. Think so. <laughs> oh, you gotta look him up. He's a, he calls himself the Chicken Champ, and he's like wears like literal suits like with Bojangles all over it. And uh, like he, he has like a Bojangles championship belt. Like Bojangles is his jam. Like that's his restaurant. Hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's not his restaurant. I think he, <laughs> he was so bummed the other day. Cause I think they just gave a sponsorship to like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Or something like that. <laughs> and so he was like, come on, man. I'm like walking around in the suit. I carry the title belt. <laughs> that's but, funny. Uh, 
yeah anyway that's goals, that's goals right there that's it I'm, anyone I'm... <laughs> anyone wants to buy me a popeye's title like i will sport that proudly <laughs> i believe you would i so... really would i would come out with it i would i would sleep with it like <laughs> <laughs> But see, this is what I like about you. Like when we were when we were talking before you came on here, you were talking about um, like everything about you is really real. And so I know that, and then I almost sound like an idiot for saying that because obviously you're Miss Reality. But um, is that what it means to you? Is that you're just like that? This is I don't put on airs for anybody. Like I am just this person. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like. Uh... <laughs> this is me. This is who I am. Uh, I don't, I don't like people who act like there's something else and then they're a different way to you or vice versa. So that's what I am. That's what I do. Since it's how I am in life, it translates into the ring. So when people like to talk mess outside of the ring, that's kind of what happens. They just have to get reality checked. But unfortunately for them, they get physically reality checked, not just verbally. <laughs> yeah, nice. I, I, I like that. I mean, I think that's really cool of you and that you were very, you were very specific about like, this is who I am. Stop asking me like if I've got a character or anything, you know, like you weren't like mean about it or anything, but you're just like, just so you know, like, you know, this is, this is how it is. I don't know. I just, I, I really liked that about you. I thought that was kind of cool uh, coming into the interview and, I won't, I won't dig into this too much because you've done like a couple of really good interviews here recently. So I know you're probably getting tired of here answering the same crap over <laughs> and over again. But yeah. um, one of the things that I thought was really neat about you is that like you, you trained with at hybrid school of wrestling and I've been following them for a little bit and that's jazz, like jazz is over there. Right. And all yeah. of that. And so um, I guess, I guess I just want to ask you, like, I mean, so for anybody who doesn't know, Maddie went to, uh, she did a uh, fantasy camp at Reality of Wrestling, right? But yes. But then you met, uh, is, it, is it Marvel, Coach Marvel at, at that fantasy camp, and he commits you to come to Hybrid. Sort of. So I okay. met uh, <laughs> I met Gino. Uh, now you're going to have to tell the story anyway. <laughs> I know. So I went to a fantasy camp. <laughs> um, and uh, at the fantasy camp, I met Gino and I told him I was interested in like joining a wrestling school. But uh, at the time I lived in San Marcos. So um, he actually did a show in San Antonio and he told me to come out because he wanted to introduce me to Marvel. And so at the BOW show that Chavo Guerrero was at, I attended it. And that's when I met Chris Marvel. Uh, so that was I was a little insane. <laughs> yeah. I've heard you talk about when you were growing up and everything. I mean, you were into wrestling, like you played the video games or you watched <laughs> it with your brother and stuff like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and you seem to say, like, you're one of the people that seem to say, like, right off the bat, like, I'm going to be a wrestler one day. But your mom or something wasn't having that. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It was always a joke uh, during, when I was doing my degree that I was just going to quit and I was just going to become a wrestler. Uh, <laughs> and so she was not having that. And so she was like, get your degree first. And that's what I did. Uh, I actually was going to go use my degree uh, to be a wildlife ranger in Hawaii. But then the volcano erupted two weeks before I was about to go out there. And so it was like literally a sign. It was fate. And so that's when I decided to do the fantasy camp. And that's when I met Chris Marvel. And I told him that ex same exact story. And he was like, yep, that's fate. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> were, so, so are you a big believer in fate and stuff? I saw you talking a little bit on like Twitter and stuff about, or, or somewhere about like mindfulness <laughs> and that sort of thing. And uh... Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I am. I do believe in fate. So. I believe, I guess, that I don't know everything, so I can't necessarily, like, say that something isn't true, I guess, if that makes any sense. No, it makes I, perfect sense. I feel <laughs> the same way. Yeah, so I don't ever say anything's, like, false. So, to me, I just felt like it was, like, a pathway, and it opened up because I'll literally always have my degree uh, when I'm 80 and like my back hurts like more than usual. And I got like a metal hip. I can be a park ranger, but when I'm 80, <laughs> there's a good chance WWE won't sign me then. 
Yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you, you, you seem to be, you, you've got some, uh, it seems like we'll get into your influences, but like, it seems like you got some people that could keep you going well into your eighties with your mouth, at least like you can just talk. And so you can uh, manage or something like that. So yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the reason I asked that is that, well, I, I'm with you by the way, because like I, I'm, I'm usually like a pretty calm person, like generally all the time, because I'm, I'm kind of like a, it is what it is kind of person. Like, you know, like we just control what we can control and move on from there. But, um, I, I, I like your, your mindset, I guess, for the, uh, fate thing, because I, I don't know, it, 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 it's interesting to me that like, yeah, you can't, you can't know everything. I'm not trying to make this like all philosophical or anything, but it's uh, a, <laughs> that'll be like in two episodes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll come back later theory. to that, <laughs> but no, it is like, it's always like, I guess where I was trying to go with it is like one of my wife and I are talking like one of the things that always irritates me is people that are so arrogant about thinking they know the answers to everything. And I'm like, you can't know the answer to that. Yeah. I, I'm jealous of people that are confident in, in themselves. Like I'm always jealous of that. Like I'm like, I'm, I love that you believe in yourself so much that you know you're going to achieve something. And that's what I'm always striving to do. But I also get really annoyed with people that are so arrogant to think they know things they can't possibly know about the way the universe works. And I'm like, you shut your mouth. You do not, yeah. you cannot act like someone's an idiot for thinking something that you have no answers for. Anyway. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, The Great Gatsby? Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the quotes in the movie and the book uh, that Daisy, the the one that the girl that makes me mad, um, one of the, <laughs> that's another conversation. <laughs> okay, oh, I'm um, just gonna take notes for part two. <laughs> uh, one of the things she says is the best thing a girl can be in this world is a beautiful little fool. And like honestly, as like dumb as that sounds, it's totally true. Like the people who are so ignorant to other ideas, like they have to live such a great life to think that they're just like right. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> like, that that. I, I think you're right. Like it's, it's just so crazy to me that the people that they get so confident that they're right about something like this. So I, I just think it's like kind of a beautiful thing when somebody thinks about like fate and you're looking at this. Well, another part of it though, too, is, is like both those things I were just talking about, I think they work for you because then you just took this thing as fate, the volcano happened and you're like, <laughs> Oh, well I'll just go be a wrestler then. So that's not normal. That's not, that's not, that's not, that's not, yeah, I don't feel like that's how people normally act. <laughs> like they're just like, "Oh, volcano! I'll just be a wrestler instead." And uh, so, I guess my question would be: Is like, how? How? Like, what? What is the process? Were you always hard headed? Did you just decide one day I will be a wrestler one day? So it was always in the back of your mind, and you just settled for the wildlife e expert, and then you were eventually still going to go to wrestling, or it was just like, no, now definitely this is a thing. Um, so I was always athletic. And so I always knew, uh, I wanted to not have a normal job. Uh, when I got older, I didn't want to just work for a living. And so, of course, every child like wanted to be a veterinarian at one point. Right. Um, however, I realized very early in life that I have a super deep connection with the animals that I have. Um, so once I saw one of my, uh, dogs get hurt, I was like, mm, I could not be a veterinarian. Cause I would just cry as soon as people brought like hurt animals in. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> so working in, uh, the nature was like the next best thing. Cause again, I'm not actually working. I would just be outside. Uh, but again, I was always super athletic. And so another thing, cause you know, I had, I had many ideas, <laughs> I always wanted to do like something like with sports. Um, again, I've always done it growing up. At one point I decided that I wanted to actually uh, make the Olympics. And so I did like uh, a list of what I could make it in. Um, <laughs> and the only thing I could actually think of like attempting and being like okay at was the rowing team and then i had no idea where to start so <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why why the rowing team like because um i'm not a very good gymnast um i'm not i'm an awful volleyball player i didn't play basketball <laughs> <laughs> i ran most of my life is what uh what i did i did a lot of running uh so 
I'm not this, that. This is that great. Bad. It just it just feels weird. Like you're you're like uh, I, I love that your goal was like really huge. Like so, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the Olympics, and I just had to figure <laughs> out where I get it at. And uh, well, <laughs> I mean, I knew I couldn't do like Winter Olympics because it's never like wintry. So <laughs> I never lived in a place where it was like snowing. So I never experienced snow. So I was like, mark that off. I can't skateboard. So I definitely probably can't snowboard. <laughs> so I <laughs> maybe that's just a parenting thing or something that you just grew up that way. I don't know. Like, see, I, I'm always interested with like people do something I think is really cool. Like I like I've always thought wrestling was kind of cool, you know, but uh, I'm just now getting into where like I'm like, oh, I'll talk to wrestlers at least. <laughs> and, and, and try to understand them a little bit but the um I don't know I guess like I picture myself in like middle school being like oh I'm gonna go to the Olympics and I'd probably be like probably not fat boy new idea <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's just interesting that you were like oh no I'm doing it now how let, let me let me figure out the the process here and so that's yeah. that's that's really cool. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so. well, yeah, but you're still nailing it, right? Like you, you got <laughs> yeah, your degree. <laughs> yeah, you got your <laughs> degree, and then you're already you're a wrestler now. So yeah, I mean, so hopefully I can maybe like mix the Olympics and just go to a major company. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, I I believe in you. I've I've seen some of your stuff. I think it's going to happen. Um, my my next question is going to be. Um, I heard you talk about that you used to wrestle with your brother all the time and he would put you in the bitch clamp, which was Jazz's move, which is, yes. I, I guess, <laughs> fate maybe. But um, have, have you now put him back in the bitch clamp? Um, no. So <laughs> he is uh, not only five years older than me, he also is like 6'2", um, and I'm only five six and a half. So. And okay. and half. <laughs> There's a little bit of a height difference. I don't know if I can uh, get him up there or. <laughs> I gotcha. All right. So, just to ask. <laughs> no, but maybe one day. One day. <laughs> so I'll I'll ask you more wrestling questions now. When you're when you're training in hybrid, like um, was there ever a point like when you decided that you were going to do it? Like, did you have like how long did it take, or did you ever have the moment of? Well, wait a minute, this is maybe a bad idea. Like, <laughs> like you got hit or something happened and you're like, oh, but you know, maybe maybe I'll wait it out and go back to Hawaii later. <laughs> like, is that volcano cleaned up yet? <laughs> um, so I don't know if there is so much as a time where I'm like, mm, what am I doing? But I think eventually, not eventually, but um, it's hard <laughs> training, right. um, getting hit falling getting like everything just working out for it being there uh we're there literally monday through thursday seven to ten and it just wears on you and so sometimes it is like mentally exhausting because you're physically exhausted and so there are some times where you're like what <laughs> uh, i could be an instagram influencer like there you what, go. <laughs> what am i doing don't you knock my dreams, Maddie. Or a TikToker or whatever they do. <laughs> I'm coming up with all these dance routines that are going to kill it later. <laughs> I'm like, mm, write that one down. <laughs> there you go. That's it. You're like, uh, I'm going to be a TikTok influencer now. Do I dance <laughs> or do I like mime people very well? I don't know. Um, I'm going to try it. <laughs> you, should, you should totally go for it. Do you graduate from there? Are you still doing that now? Like at hybrid? Yes. So I actually graduated uh, almost, if not a year ago from hybrid. Uh, so what that means basically is that I am now ready to wear hybrid on my back and to go out there and represent the school. So uh, I still go and train just because you can never be ready, I guess. Sure. Like you're never, I don't even know the words that I'm trying to say. <laughs> well yeah but i mean I, I think i get what you're saying like i mean you always i think anybody who who wants to be good at their craft is always training you know always trying to get better so. yeah you don't know everything i guess is what i'm saying like you can go and you can like train and have your a lot of schools i think do like six months and then you graduate like you can go and you can do that and then they release you out there. And if you don't continue to work, you're going to have people who are constantly working 
and say you get put in a submission move and you're like, well, this is it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to get out of this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got me. That's it. Uh, we're, you're like, we're done oh, here. <laughs> it's up. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Although that would make for an interesting match. Um, especially if you had that exact facial expression. Like, I'm sorry, oh. uh, Rev, can I, can I call a friend? <laughs> hey coach, uh, she got me in this uh, thing and uh, it hurts, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what to do here. Um, my arm might break. <laughs> no, but, but what you're talking about is exactly the same kind of stuff. Like when I look at, um, I don't know, like when I've read books by like, like JR or something or, or heard other interviews, I mean, they talk about, I mean, there's no uh, substitute for just doing it constantly, yeah. like just regularly going out there and getting your reps in, having matches, that sort of thing. Cause you're still, you're still a wrestling baby. Like you just I, now. <laughs> <I'm> green. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you're, I'm still, still very un- inexperienced. Yeah, but you're, I mean, you're doing great and you're showing up on places now and, and your name's out there. You're, you're killing it on your social media and everything. Do I, do I see a TV behind you or is that, because I, I heard you don't have a TV. Oh, I don't know. That's my, that's my masterpiece. That oh, I okay. Did you make that really? I really did. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Yeah. So you're an artist too. Something like that. <laughs> I like to act like I am. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But no, I don't, I don't have a TV. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Cause like, I don't know. I was listening to one of your interviews and you talked about not having a TV and I was like, man, I wish I didn't have a TV. I, could, <laughs> I would get so much more done maybe, or maybe, maybe. find something else. <laughs> so. I think that's usually how it goes. <laughs> yeah. It's the idea of not having a TV that sounds good theoretically, but my phone is also a mini TV. So that doesn't help. <laughs> Nobody has no TV now. Like, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're just like completely homeless and you have a box or something. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. But then you got reality TV right in front of you. That's also true. Good point. <laughs> so at hybrid, they had like a ton of people come in Two of my favorites that you talked about. Uh, or that I saw you dealt with were uh, obviously this podcast has started. We're expanding now, obviously. So we're here with talking about Mission Pro, but um, mm-hmm. the uh, we we were covering the NWA all the time. So Eddie Kingston was huge to us. You you got to train with Eddie Kingston a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was like literally my first uh, seminar ever. Uh, we weren't expecting to get in the ring because I think we had only been in ring training like maybe two, three weeks. Uh, so the way it works at hybrid is that you do cardio first when you get there to make sure that you are going to be in ring ready. Uh, cause if you don't have the cardio up, you won't have the stamina to fight. Uh, <laughs> so we had just started learning like, uh, body control roles and he comes and he separates the groups, like who has had a match and who hasn't. And so we were the have nots and we had our little notebooks. We were taking notes and he's like, okay, get in the ring. And I was like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) and so it was cool because no one like, or I didn't think anyone would actually like take the time to talk to the new kids and watch us like do our roles and give us critiques. And then he was like, okay, now you're going to do, uh, you're going to go on the other side of the rope and you're going to jump over the top rope and you're going to do a front roll. I was like, mm. <laughs> that's what you think, Eddie. <laughs> I, I think, I've never done that. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, you can do the middle rope. And so I was like, I can't say no. So right. I literally like went and then I crashed. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried and he was like, oh, so y'all are really new. I'm like, yeah. Pretty new pretty new yeah but it was cool uh he did talk to me uh I have this photo and I keep meaning to like post it on my Instagram and I'm like outside of the ring and he's talking to me through the ropes and I like clearly remember that conversation and he was like basically telling me as a woman in this business that there are going to be some disrespectful dudes but like as a woman I need to stand up for myself because even though there are creeps out there like Mm -hmm this is my right. I have a right to be here and stuff like that. It was really cool. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) He seems seems like a really good dude, like as tough and as like 
angry as he seems all the time. And I'm, I'm happy now to see him get some success. Like he's moving on from the NWA into AEW and, and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, when we, I, I've talked to a lot of the NWA people here and, uh, and like Allison Kay and Marty Bell and, and those ladies, they all like love Eddie Kingston. Like they just seem to think he's a, he's a cool guy. And um, anyway, I just, I, I had to hear a little bit about that. Cause I, I really respect him also because I think one of your strong suits and one of the things that you seem to be focused on, you bring up Enzo Amore a lot. Um, like that, that you like him and his, his calling people out. And I think it goes with like your personality or like I've seen some of your promo stuff you've been doing and uh, it's really good. But, but like, I feel like that's one of the places like you really want your strength to be in. Right. And yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, I think that once I can get past, like, cause obviously in any way, shape or form, whether you have to like say something to a stranger or you're going on national television or whatever, like it's nerve wracking. And so I think like I can talk, uh, but I sometimes get like nervous. And so to be able to have the confidence that he does and to be able to elude it and to like walk into a room and demand everyone's attention, like it's still, I'm working on it. Yeah. But <laughs> I would say like if you haven't if you haven't seen it like on YouTube you can watch them all for free the NWA Power episodes uh the ones with Eddie Kingston like that guy like nobody I swear to god nobody talks like that guy like he just yeah. I have never believed somebody as much as I believe Eddie Kingston when he says something and it's it's insane and uh that's why I'm happy to see him have success but yeah and Enzo as well like he just everybody listens. Everybody just drops what they're doing and, and they listen to what he's saying. And so uh, I, I think those are, so uh, he's a, he's a really good influence to have if that's your thing. The, uh, yeah. and I think, uh, a big part of that is because of the realism. Like, uh, even when Eddie Kingston was there, he was saying the, like the strongest thing you can do in a promo is to bring that element of realism in there. Like, if you if you're real about it and you believe in what you are saying and you're saying what you mean then it's going to be so effective like people are going to stop people are going to listen people are going to want to share it and show other people like this dude's serious because you are (laughs) yeah i mean he definitely nobody sounds more real than him and there's points where he sounds like he's either about to to cry or kill someone and i don't want to be around for either (laughs) <laughs> sometimes it can definitely go either way just <laughs> right but uh the the other person you did with uh you you, you had experience with that, that hybrid was just like somebody that came in that i wanted to bring up is molly holly i thought that that sounded really cool and and you seemed really happy with meeting her was like she when i was growing up and i remember watching her like she was always one of my favorite uh wrestlers as well like i i just thought that she seemed i mean obviously her she didn't always act this way but she seemed like behind the scenes she was probably one of the nicest people you ever meet and she was really (laughs) really good and she she just i don't think ever got the credit she deserved like because i don't think she was ever you know for lack of better terms she wasn't like the big boob blonde girl like super like you know like supermodel kind of person and uh and and she was so awesome to watch in the ring. But anyway, what was what was Molly Holly like? Like I think I've said it a couple times before, but she, it was weird how much of a person she was. Obviously, she is a person, but when you see these people on TV, or even like when I was doing the extra work backstage, like they don't seem like real people. Like they're like out of this world. Like seeing these people, like they're some alien type. But when she came to the school, she was genuine. She was very genuine. I mean, you kind of expect that when you do, like, if you've watched her. But she was, like, legitimately such a genuine, caring person. And the way she spoke to us and, like, some of the things that she showed us uh, from, like, her personal memories to, again, letting us get in the rain. And she was very encouraging. Like, it was, like... um, 
like her constructive criticism was like super nice. So she could like tell you that you were like trash, but she said it very nicely. It was like a compliment sandwich. Like that's how nice of a person she is. That's awesome. (laughs) I don't want to spend all day like asking you about these people. It's just, I I think like people would like knowing like who some influences or people you've crossed paths with are. Also, I think it's really cool and it, and it, capitalizes on your fate thing because you come into this school at this time and it seems like a lot of people have like you've already crossed paths with some really top-notch people that you should have crossed paths with if you're gonna be a success and of course I would be remiss if we don't bring up jazz because I mean jazz is like the your very first like independent match like you were at the OG Mission Pro show yeah (laughs) jazz who who trained you right but yes i can't think of and i'm talking man woman animal anything i can't think of a person i think would be scarier to be in the ring with right now than jazz even right now like today (laughs) what was that like (laughs) it was terrifying uh because not only does she have that huge name uh she's actually like a legit uh killer in the ring um (laughs) the intensity it's insane uh she hits hard (laughs) yeah she she i mean she's a former nwa champion that's we we know her very well like for she she held that thing for forever till she dropped it for some personal reasons and uh so like she was never beaten for it one of my dreams is still to see her in thunder rosa like fight for the nwa women's champion uh championship but mm-hmm. man she's just intimidating as all hell like she just something about just the way she looks at you <laughs> i cannot imagine my first match has to be against her <laughs> yeah no, that, was, that was intimidating that was in, like i just thinking back on it like i was legitimately behind the curtain and i was I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and they're all like trying to calm me down. And I'm like, it's my first time in front of a crowd. And I'm literally going against jazz. And of course, like they tell you do match study. So I had a lot of stuff to look at. Yeah. And then when you start watching the indie stuff and you start listening to the crowd and all they're chanting is jazz is going to kill you. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, she might. Yeah, <laughs> there, there's a good chance. I was like, mm, it's about a 90% chance that is true. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't take it easy on you since you were the, the student? She didn't like say No, that. she was, she took me to school. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, she never at any point was like, hey, listen, I got you right now, baby, but just stay calm. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to put you down easy. <laughs> no, so what she actually said was that uh, I only taught you some of what I know, not all of what I know. And I was like, hmm. Okay. Cool. So <laughs> while I'm on step one, you've already thought of a counter, another offense, and a way to kill me. That's right. fine. <laughs> Perfect. And your phone a friend is her. So it's, it's, <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> so, Coach Rodney. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome though. I just so do you do you find like when you're I mean, by the way, when you're doing all of this stuff, like at hybrid and everything, and you're still in training and you're constantly prepping for your next match, do you do you keep up with wrestling more or less than you used to? Like, I always wonder about that. Um, probably less since Monday Night Raw is on Monday, SmackDown's on Friday, um, and then like NXT's on Wednesday. I'm in training during those times. Um, I don't have a TV and. I don't really have like Hulu or where I could rewatch it uh, up until I go back to like my family's home where they have it recorded. Uh, but if it's on like the WWE network or something, or I see it on Instagram, that's when I see a lot of stuff. But unless it's like sent to me or I come across it on YouTube, I unfortunately uh, aren't, I'm not able to watch as much mainstream stuff. Well, I believe it. I mean, I believe you'd be pretty busy. And and if I, <laughs> I, I would think, honestly, and this is no knock on anybody, but if you were going to be a person who's like, I'm going to be a wrestler, like the times that you get to watch wrestling, it seems like you'd go back and watch like the stuff, like the all-star stuff, like, you know, worked and was successful, you know, so you get some ideas and, and that's, <laughs> do you have yeah. like, 
do, do you have like go-to people? Like, do you have like, who? If, you know, I always think about this with music. Like I, I, I used to play in bands and stuff and it's like, no matter what you do, there's always an influence coming in from somewhere. Who, who are your people? Like you, even outside of wrestling, like what, where do you think you, your personality has developed from? Um, so as far as like, I guess my entering, uh, obviously not obviously, but jazz, uh, (laughs) did a lot of match study on her, her and Trish, her and Jacqueline, uh, things like that. She taught me a lot. A lot of what is in my arsenal is from her. Um, but I'm also very fortunate and like to have Marvel, because uh, he is a different, he has a different style. Right. And so to be able to have, I guess, Jazz, Marvel, Rodney Mack, Funaki, they're four different people. Jazz and Rodney are a little bit similar, but they're still very different. <laughs> right. So I literally like to call myself a hybrid because I get to pick from each one of them. Um, a lot of match study stuff that we did with uh, Rodney was from like uh, the olden, like we would watch um, Ric Flair matches. Uh, we would watch. So he was like the more old school. They do a lot of hard hitting stuff. So we would do a lot of match study on that. Uh, Marvel was more of like the generation after he loves Chris Jericho. Uh, we would watch some Chris Benoit stuff. Yeah. So it's, they're very different but also similar if that makes any sense a lot of uh hard-hitting moves uh effective moves uh is what they do i guess (laughs) yeah no that makes perfect sense because i mean i heard you talk about um at one point like lita or something like that but then you were like once you're on the top rope everything changes you know like it it just i I guess you have to decide i mean for me like lita yeah she's amazing (laughs) Um, but it's also like, I feel like that's a, it's, it's a certain type of person that does that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And then it's, Oh, I do. (laughs) And people can buy in though. Like, I mean, when it's the hard hitting, I mean, I think, I think overall, like people get really invested in that. Like when people are just beating the hell out of each other. So. Yeah, there's definitely different types of styles of wrestling. And, um, I mean, I wish I could do like, not I wish I could do high flying or stuff like that. Um, <laughs> but it's not me. Like I am very uh, tall. Some would say lanky. I'm not like tall, tall, but tall. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but I had a rule uh, that Marvel has constantly broken. Uh, I used to say five, six, my feet don't come off the ground. But he's definitely challenged me. Uh, <laughs> to come off the ground. I gotcha. So uh, I act. I like to act like I'm like Andre the Giant or like Big Cass or something. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's hard. Yeah. Okay. Five six. I can see it. <laughs> the, like you know, <laughs> they can't lift me. <laughs> there you go. We'll see how how well that gets over. You might have to change <laughs> strategies. Um, Maybe. <laughs> so. Uh, but I am starting to wonder why you don't just run with the hybrid now, because like you got the, you got the different styles. You're, you're like Mexican and Polish. I heard you talk about that a little bit. And so you got like all these different things. You are a hybrid. (laughs) Speaking of Polish, that that last name, Maddie Rinkowski, I feel like I landed this interview, this, this hot interview with you just because I spelled your last name, right. You said, since I spelled it right, (laughs) that earned it. So is that like a common problem you run into? Oh, always. My, my last name's always been mispronounced. It's always misspelled. And so like, if I knew that someone was going down a list in alphabetical, I would like think ABC. Okay. They're about to call my name. I'm like Madison. That, that's me. Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Do you have like a cringe? Like you're like, Oh God, what are they going to say? Yeah. Cause, uh, Like, even when we went to the extra work, they have to do, like, a physical. You have to make sure you're physically fit and you're in good health. And so they did it by alphabetical order. And so as soon as I see them look at the list and they kind of stop a little bit, I'm like, that's me. (laughs) I'm that name. (laughs) So what's the story behind your pose? Like, the pose you do now? Because I'm sorry. Like, I get caught up and I'm like 
know I'm going to be talking to somebody. I'm like, I'm going to watch everything about this person. And now, like, if you don't hit that pose, like, I get mad at you. Like, I'm watching. <laughs> and I'm just like, like, let's hit that pose. The I, I, w- I will fail. But, but you got it nailed down now. Like, and now it's you. Like, now you have to do it. Like, what, where, did, where does that all come from? Um, I honestly don't know. I think it was perfect answer. That's what I was looking for. Let's move on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, like I think my first ever student show that I did, I was like so nervous, and uh, a couple of the other guys that I graduated with, they're like, "Okay, you're fine." Like literally, as soon as you walk out of like the curtain, like everything will be fine, and like a weight's lifted off your shoulder. And I'm like, "Okay, bet. Like I got this." And as soon as I'm, my music hits, I walk out of the curtain and I just felt all of the blood rush from my face. <laughs> and I kind of like just stood there <laughs> on my hips. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, they're liars. <laughs> what do and I do then, with my hands? <laughs> yeah. So they were just on my hips and I was like, mm. and so uh, I don't know why, but at my ladies night out debut, I was like, okay, I have to do something but I couldn't think of what. And so I walked out and I did like a spin and I went like that. And I was like, okay, I kind of know. I kind of look like I know what I'm doing. And uh, I came to the back and this girl was like, oh my God, I like that little skin you did. And I was like, thanks girl. You know, <laughs> here it is. I nailed it. <laughs> so that's kind of where it started <laughs> that day. I was wondering if it was like something to do with the Kardashians or something. And I just didn't know it. Cause I haven't, I haven't watched much Kardashian, but I know that you love some Kardashians. Thank you. (laughs) What is it about them? Like, what is, like, I I know, obviously, you got the reality thing, they're reality TV, but, like, they're the ones you, I've I've seen you talk about a little bit more, like, why, why them? Yeah, so, uh, I always loved reality shows. Uh, Back then, the Kardashians were, besides, like, the real world and those things on MTV, uh, the Kardashians were, like, it like that was on the e-network and Courtney would always like kill me uh she's just funny like she has that monotone like (laughs) and I've been told I have like monotone sometimes but she (laughs) she like is just she says what's on her mind like if someone's saying something stupid like the biggest one is when Kim lost her diamond earring and Bora Bora, and she comes on, she's like, Kim, people are literally dying. And it's true. Yeah. <laughs> like, she gave like no F words about her diamond earrings. She was like, there's more important things. She's just very cut and dry. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what attracted me to the Kardashians. I was never a big Kim fan. It was always like, Chloe and Courtney and Scott Disick for some reason. They're they're easy to diss like by some people I think, but like man, if you want to talk about a business model, like some people that handled their yeah. their stuff, like they they've done it and uh, they are nailing it. So uh, props to them. <laughs> so I was just curious, what about it uh, stood out to you for them? Speaking of uh, ladies that get their stuff done that handle it well, I have had I, I just talked to. Uh, Robin Reed the other night and mm-hmm. she was fantastic. I love talking to her. That was my first time ever talking to her, but Thunder Rosa also jumps on this show. She's been so cool to us. Like she just like randomly, like we do live shows and stuff. She's just like, send me the password. <laughs> let me on. I got something to say. And like, she'll just like jump on with us and stuff. And uh, she's always been good uh, to us here. And uh, so that's one of the reasons we got so behind mission pro in the first place. But meeting everybody like yourself like i I get more and more pumped about it like i'm like i like all these people i want all of these people to just like nail it but how did you how did you get to know robin and thunder rosa like where did that relationship come in um so i unfortunately have uh have not yet met robin but for as far as thunder rosa when i first joined hybrid uh she i think was like in and out of training there uh they kind of gave her a facility And so I would always see her and that's kind of how I met her. And she would just come into training someday and we would, I unfortunately didn't always get to work in the ring with her because when I was first there, I was doing cardio, but that's how I met her and she came in every once in a while. And so I did get to uh, train with her like one of the days and it was, (laughs) it was humbling. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, she's legit, man. Like she's not just, I mean, I, I know I, I saw you did, you did some jujitsu and stuff, not to cut you off, but yeah, yeah she's, no. she's already had her first MMA fight and all this stuff too. Yeah. So she was always just a big supporter of the school. So she was around. Uh, so I was fortunate enough uh, that she had that like relationship already with hybrid and I kind of walked into that. So <laughs> nice. That's really cool. Well, maybe one day we'll get the the Maddie Rinkowski versus Thunder Rosa thing. So, so the big thing we we were obviously talking to you about, like, I, I, we got like a hundred questions I could ask you, and 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 you've got, um, you know, so you're you're already locked in for part two where we ask all the weird stuff we were talking about <laughs> earlier. But no, um, the uh, Hell Hath No Fury is coming up on Friday, September eighteenth, and uh, it's Mission Pro Wrestling. And now they're all women run, like it, it's just like ladies all the way down like on this thing that's that's kind of cool right have you ever done anything quite like that i mean you've done ladies night out do you feel like this is like a similar thing to that you think i mean it's it's similar but it's not the same uh because ladies night out like it is and like a lot of shows do like an all women's show but this one is going to be the first one that's like completely run by women uh commentated by women so uh it is it's exciting uh, You're making history to be a part of yeah <laughs> it's very exciting to be a part of um and i think the ones spearheading it have really good heads on their shoulders they know what they're doing uh so it'll be exciting to see it all unfold i think I we do a lot of talking about it, but it'll be very exciting to see. It. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. I, we got a lot of people that are excited about this, I think. And, <laughs> and I think you're, I have faith. Your name's going to just really even blow up even more after this one. This is going to be a big deal, but they not to, I'm sorry if you have this trademark, but I'm just going to say it. They literally pulled the rug out from underneath you here because you were going up against baby D and that just switched. <laughs> And now you're going up red velvet. I don't know what happened. I guess baby D had some stuff come up, but now what's that like now? Now you just like, you were, you're probably doing research and prepping and then now none of that matters anymore. (laughs) Oh, a hundred (laughs) percent. So I like, like I've said before, I liked a lot of hard hitting stuff. Uh, Having jazz as my trainer, it was a lot of hard hitting stuff, not a lot of leaving the ground too much. Uh, so with Baby D, I knew I had to change up my game a little bit uh, because there's like a maybe like a 20% chance that she might be stronger than me. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. I got with my coach, Coach Marvel, and we, well, he taught me a couple different things that I can do, counters, uh, basically moves that would help kind of bring her down to my level. Right. Um, but unfortunately, <laughs> I have a whole different opponent with a whole different move set. Uh, so it kind of did take the rug out from under me. But as we have said before, I literally am a hybrid. So, so I you am didn't very email busy. anybody and you were like, what the hell, guys? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was like, I saw the post. I was like, oh, my God. Well, and me. this person, I mean, for the record, <laughs> I mean, with respect, she is a seasoned opponent now like red velvet's like i mean we're seeing her like not not just anybody like, she's showing up on aew now like she's the real deal like she's she's <laughs> one of the top competitors that are gonna i mean you know I, I i appreciate everybody on the show but this is a name like a big name like this is this is a big deal for you yeah yeah uh i definitely as soon as i saw the flyer come out and i realized that that was me on the flyer and i was like oh my gosh it it's changing uh, <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I looked her up. Uh, she's been doing this for like four years. Uh, she's had a couple matches on AEW. So, uh, <laughs> I was able to watch a couple of them, uh, take some notes, but it's definitely going to be a challenge. I'm excited, uh, just because she does have so much experience and yeah, especially uh, her having done AEW. I think she was even on this most recent episode as well. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I just saw her start popping up, and when I saw her like jump in place at you, and I think we had the interview scheduled at the time, and I was like, oh, holy crap! They just like <laughs> screwed around with her whole, her whole game plan, like going into this thing. So I had to ask you about that. It's going to be interesting. But Very. <laughs> you seem ready though, Manny. I've seen I've seen your stuff. You've had some fun matches out there um on <laughs> YouTube. Like you can watch them right now. Like you can see a lot of uh Maddie Rinkowski if you want to, anybody listening or watching right now. <laughs> um 
But Maddie, what what do you like if you had to tell people, like if people wanted to know you more, like what what are like your favorite matches you've done? Where would you direct people to be like, this is what I do? So that's a hard one. Uh like we said before, uh I am very real with people I'm a serious and I'm journalist. Very, I'm very real with myself, maybe a little too much. Uh-huh. Uh so I mean, as far as competitor wise, uh I really enjoyed my match with Jazz. Uh, I really enjoyed my match with Christy James, like going up against them. But I don't think I have like a match where I think that I performed like as well as I would like to have, I guess, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, maybe everybody's like, I feel like the best people are always just going to end up criticizing themselves a little bit and be like always thinking about what they could have done better. So yeah. that's how you get better. So <laughs> that's what that's what I'm told. Uh, my uh, coach Marvel. Uh, <laughs> he we have to interview Coach cool. Marvel. I, honest to God, had never heard of him before I started talking to you, to you folks at, uh, at coming up on the show, and I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, no, you have to. Like, and he always tells me, like, uh, as I'm learning new moves, learning new submission moves, he's like, I didn't just learn this in a day because I get very frustrated when. I can't figure something out or right. when someone gets one over me, uh, I'm very competitive. And so I have to learn to have patience with myself. Well, you've got a, uh, I mean, you nail a, uh, I guess you call it a scissor kick, right? Like this one. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it, but everyone wants to call it an ax kick. Okay. Like, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Where, how did you, how did, how did you land on that? I'll, I'll, I'll end it with that. Like what, what is, where did your finisher come from? So it actually uh, came from Coach Marvel. Okay. Um, so I I have fairly long legs. Uh, and when I started that hybrid, uh, my arms aren't like big now, but they were like this big when I got there. So I definitely wasn't doing too much damage okay. there. Uh, but I do have long legs. I'm very flexible. And he was like, Hey, uh, I want you to do some research, figure out what you want to do. But I think, look at this, watch Booker T do it. Watch I was about to say Booker T, that feels right. Yeah. Yeah. And so as soon as I saw it, I was like, sounds like something I'm interested in. So then he's like, okay, get in the ring. I was like, uh, uh, how do I do it? (laughs) And he's like, made me watch like different, different videos. Uh, So I studied a little bit. He showed me how to do it, not as gracefully as me. Right, but, obviously. <laughs> but then once I got it down, I got to practice on a couple of the guys, and it was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, Maddie, you, you are obviously a busy lady, and I don't want to keep you forever. I'm grateful for your time. Um, tell people where they can find you if they want to follow Maddie Rinkowski. Not okay. by spelling the name. I mean, I guess. I guess you have to. <laughs> yeah i know you gotta spell the name right first then. people are gonna have to learn it this is, yeah. this is you forcing it renkowski so it's like literally three different ones so that that's how enough. i break it down but you can find me on twitter instagram and facebook maddie underscore renkowski and i actually just had a shop open up maddie renkowski uh bigcartel.com so i'm in more sure. places than i was yes yeah. With my literally shirt. No, it's awesome. It looks good. All right, Maddie, thank you so much for doing this. We're, we really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank y'all for having me. Mm-hmm. <laughs>